I guess I'll reply to him. We don't need to do that right this second. We can record a show first. Howdy, it's Monday, July 23rd, and this is episode 76 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? So the significance of 76, 1976, the year that New Jersey voted to allow gambling in Atlantic City and nowhere else in the state. So there's your 76 episode. Should we have called out 74 for the year that New Jersey declined to allow gambling in the state? No, clearly not. (laughs) But that's because it wasn't only specifically allowed in Atlantic City, right? Right. What an excellent, excellent decision to change it. (laughs) Right. Uh, And for the longtime listeners, as you probably know, we've, uh, they've been thinking a lot about changing that and taking away the provision that will only be in Atlantic City. But we will wait and see what happens over the next few years. Yeah, so, well, not on our agenda is that Meadowlands sports betting is just raking in money in their first few days. And so I'm a little worried that that's going to be the impetus (laughs) for them to be like, look at this cash cow that we (laughs) have. All these New York City people, they demand it. Yeah, so Meadowlands is like up North Jersey. I don't know what the actual town is. East Rutherford, something like that. Near mm-hmm. Secaucus, just outside of the city, New York City. That's what we call the city up here. Uh, so very, very close and convenient for everyone in New York City to go sp- Not as sports. close as Hoboken, of course. But if you just keep yeah. going through Hoboken, it's Meadowlands, right? Sure. You can get to Meadowlands from Hoboken on the train very very short train trip cool story clearly i should go do some sports betting at the meadowlands yeah you should support atlantic city's competition this is probably our most interesting intro in do for a win history i think so i mean we talked today you're welcome to all of our listeners we talked about data for like 35 minutes last episode so (laughs) that's my favorite part of the show though craig (laughs) uh all right, so I do have a couple of things that I just want to mention. So I was up this last weekend at uh, my mom's house. We we're doing a few family birthdays. Uh, like I only see my mom once every few months, so it was uh, like just to get together for the couple of birthdays that we had missed and were coming up. And I was talking to her because we always talk about Atlantic City when we're together, and she said as that one does. she was as one does, and she said she was in Atlantic City. On opening day for Ocean and Hard Rock. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was in Atlantic City for opening day for Ocean and Hard Rock. So that was that's amazing. An excellent example of the excellent communication my mom and myself have. <laughs> so that's just so unfathomable to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true because your yeah your parents are so yeah both my parents are or yeah my mom and my stepdad are both diamonds and are not infrequently in Atlantic City. Oh, I mean, I was saying it's unfathomable to me, not because my parents would never go to Atlantic City without me knowing, but, like, you know, if my parents were doing something that they know that I do frequently, they would clearly, like, text me and be like, hey, we're going to be, you know, 
in whatever. We're going to this Orioles game uh-huh. <laughs> or something. I don't know. So, Actually, they probably wouldn't text me about that, but that's, you know, <laughs> local to them in Maryland. I'm trying to think right. what would be an equivalent thing, and I, I don't think there is something. I mean, there's no reason for her to text me about that because it's not like Atlantic City is local to me. But she knows you like it. Yeah. If so, Okay, so here's my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. If you knew that she was there... Would you have made it a point to like get a meal or something, or would you just be like, "Oh, yeah, I would, have, I would have at least, <laughs> I would have seen her for sure." Would she have eaten with us at the whatever it was, Kwai Noodle Bar? Uh, Kwai? Uh, I don't know. That doesn't seem like up her alley, but it wasn't up your alley either. So that's true. She doesn't like yeah. Asian food. I don't. I mean, she thinks it's tolerable. I think, but I don't think it's her favorite. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, the only note that I got from her, like a new piece of news, is she was talking about how Hard Rock was apparently a ghost town at like nine in the morning on Thursday. Uh, yeah. And she said she was sitting in there and it was super empty. And then something happened. Like, I think something let out that all of the like tribes members and a bunch of the press and everyone else, like all the invited guests were at. And then it was a zoo, like immediately when that let out. Oh, it was probably the guitar smashing, smashy, yeah. smashy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's not too surprising. But she said it was they, it was very quiet early in the morning. Sure, I mean Thursday. they they were advertising a whatever noon opening, so that's not mm. that surprising that people wouldn't be showing up. I mean they opened early on the day before that, and apparently both casinos were just completely dead for the early uh-huh. opening. Uh, yeah, I don't know. People people don't get constant updates about statuses of casinos the way that we do. So wait, so which one was her favorite? Did she say? Or did she not even go to Ocean? Um, no, she went to both. They just, I don't know. They always play at Caesars. That's what they like. So I don't especially know if one had a stronger draw for her than the other. Because I don't think she's really going to consistently play at either. Do your parents listen to the podcast? Um, I think she has, <laughs> but I, I don't think she really does that much. I have so many questions now. Uh-huh. Like... What if we end up like at the same blackjack table? That needs could to happen. happen. My mom, my mom doesn't play blackjack. She's a slot player, but my stepdad definitely does play blackjack. Interesting. What if I end up like at the Buffalo machine next to your mom? Oh, that that could happen. I would never recognize your mom. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I have no idea. There are jokes here to be made, and I'm not making them because of <laughs> respect. Because I just pure respect for you, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Uh, what so, else? Anyway, I thought that was a funny story. But uh, oh yeah, it's great. This is another piece of, or this is actually a piece of feedback we ended up getting through the website back in March, and I actually thought it was interesting. I don't know if you replied to this person via email or not. Probably but, not. I've been awful uh, with the email for the record. Oh. Anybody who sent emails is just like in the ether. For shame, Greg. I know. I'm really. I feel bad. Not bad enough to fix it, but I feel bad. <laughs> But anyway, in March, Blair H. reached out to us using the contact form on the website and said that he enjoys the podcast and he hears us talking about playing Pi Got Tiles a lot. And he wanted to know if we have any suggestions for the best way for him to learn how to play uh, efficiently and to demystify this interesting game. And he said, thanks and keep the good work. So I think it's kind of an interesting topic because for people who listen to the podcast, they know at least that I play quite a bit of tiles. You 
you haven't played tiles in a few trips, right? Yeah, but... no, I've been. I don't know. I've been back on Pygo Poker. It's just a little more straightforward. Mm-hmm. A little less likely to embarrass myself. Right. But uh, I think it's a good question, and I know that we've had a bunch of people who were kind of interested in learning but didn't know how to begin, basically. And I think the way that me and you both began were was, well, I think the first step for us, especially back in the day, was always to go to Wizard of Odds and look at the page about that game. Yeah, any first. game that you want to learn, just Google right. Wizard of Odds title of the game. Right, or go to wizardofodds.com and click on the appropriate link. Right. But uh, I think me and you both ended up downloading uh, just an app, that a tiles app that you can play and it yells at you if you don't set it houseway. Yeah. So that's basically how I learned. Um, the yeah, thing I mean, with I, tiles... Uh, go ahead. I do think you have to to have... I mean, you have to like learn the basic rules before you download the app. Even like you do have yeah. to have some idea of the fact that they're like pairs, and some of the pairs don't look the same, right? And kind of like that sort of memorization. Like you can't really learn that just by playing the app. Like you do have to kind of memorize the pairs at least I a little bit. I I disagree. I think that you can get started just knowing that two identical tiles are a pair. You need to know the the two wild cards, the two Gijun tiles. Wang, you and, need to know Wang and Gong. And you need to know Wang and Gong. And I think you can basically get started playing with just that. I don't think you need to really worry about the chop pairs when you're first getting started. I mean, the yeah. game will yell at you if you misset by if you have a chop pair. Yeah. don't put them together or if you suspect something's a chop pair just go and look it up and you can see if it's a chop pair or not i think that's the easiest way to learn it true and in the casino you can always be like hey this yeah. is, i is this i know i'm an idiot is this a pair <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but for me i just think that you know the problem for me with pigao poker is i just don't think it's an interesting game yeah, once it you just, know the rules, it's just autopilot. Like, there's no decisions to be made. Ever. Play poker. Yeah. yeah, there's absolutely no decisions to be made. And and the way I play it is, I believe, the Wizard of Odds way, which is you split aces, or you split ace high two pair if your cards add up to. Oh no 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 no! You split two pair with an ace if your two pairs add up to fifteen or less. Right. Is that right? Yeah. And you split two pairs with a king if it's nine or less. And that's like the only kind of interesting thing that happens in poker. And otherwise, it's totally uninteresting. But right. Pygo Tiles, I think, is a lot more interesting when I look at it. And I don't know if this is just unfamiliarity with the game. But I don't think it is. I think it's just a deeper game. And it's more interesting. And you can't miss set your hand. It's impossible. So Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely more interesting ways to do it. Like, there's a bunch of times where you get either Wong or Gong. And you're trying to figure out if you should make that versus you know, whatever the numbers would be without it. Uh, you know, obviously the Gijun tiles are, what, three or six, and then you're figuring out, like, that creates a bunch more combinations, a bunch mm-hmm. meaning, what, two? Yep. <laughs> more combinations that you can make uh, out of the tiles. So, there, you know, it is more, more interesting in that way. Uh, and I think, I don't know if the data backs me up, but I think there's more situations where 
you can make a change in how you set the tiles that doesn't swing the house edge hugely. So you right. can sort of be like, well, you know, the house weighs this, but my gut tells me I'm going to set something, not just hoping for a push. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. no, I mean, it's not a big, like, if you set gong six or nine seven like it's just not going to be a big deal either way so do we need to explain gong and wong while we're no no i i don't think so i i just (laughs) we don't really need to get into the nitty-gritty of the game but i think you can get started playing with it especially with an app or something you just have to understand wong and gong and know what the two wild cards are and i think that's enough to get started yeah uh and again like go to wizard of odds read about it uh I'm not sure if they have a simulator, but their simulator Mm -hmm. uh, stuff is usually very good in terms of, like, telling you if you're doing it wrong and getting a feel for the game and all that stuff. And the good thing, you know, about Pygot Tiles, like Pygot Poker, and I actually think even more than Pygot Poker, like, the other players at the tiles table are usually very friendly. And if you wait until everybody sets their hand, they're, like, more than happy to give you advice. Mm-hmm. about you know what you should do in any situation uh and i think that's part of the fun of it now this is making me really want to go play some tiles are you gonna play tiles when we're in atlantic city yeah i'll find a tiles table at hard rock or ocean are, and, are and you go play. yeah i'll play all right so i'll the thing i'll say is like I, I think part of the reason i haven't played that much is that i think you and i have split off a lot and played at different places and i definitely prefer to play with you there for mm-hmm. reasons you're like my whatever. You're like my yeah, security yeah, yeah. blanket, Kyle. Yeah. I, I do think you get intimidated a little bit, especially <laughs> sure. by tiles. Any game. I, like, table tiles, games can I be think, intimidating. is the most intimidating. It's a very intimidating game. The Horseshoe in Baltimore actually has a poster, or at least did a mm-hmm. couple trips ago, with all the pairs just mm-hmm. on this poster. And it's great because you're just like, oh, wait, that's what the chop pair looks like. These two tiles go together, whatever. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. The rankings. So one of the things that I still have not figured out in tiles is when you just have two like numbers, no pairs. Uh huh. Which of the pa- which of the like pairs, which of the sets of tiles is actually like higher ranked? It's, it's if you have exact- the two same numbers. Right, it's it's the exact same order as the ranking of the pairs, basically. But it's so, like, so it's the higher except it's except the, lower gi- tile except the, the Gijun two? tile instead of being it's the highest pair it's the lowest ranked tile in the single tile rankings. But the single tile, so but your it's the your highest ranking. tile you have in each hand. Yes. Oh, it's the highest tile. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's so if thinking. you have a a, a twelve tile. That's the highest single tile you can have. So this is, by the way, confusing as shit to anyone who's never played the game. Yeah. So I just... You have, it's a teen tile, right? Teen? Is that the 12? Yeah, I, 12 I believe whatever. so. Yes, the 6-6. Six, six sure. Uh, also, reading all the names of the tiles is fun. So do mm-hmm. that, too. Like Day. Mm-hmm. Gore. It's yeah. the goose. The goose tile. Yes. Anyways, uh, go download the app. It's free. Just search Pygo Tiles, you'll find it. It's very basic, but it's good. So, who knows if Craig actually replied to you four months ago, but I, might I hope that that helps you get your dip your toe into Pygo Tiles. I think it's 
a very interesting game in the casino. It's not as exciting as, say, craps or whatever, but it's the most mentally stimulating game that I really play other than, like, say, poker or whatever. And also, so my favorite part of the game, the slowest table game at the casino. It is glacially slow. Uh, so if you are a person who's playing craps and you get really annoyed by somebody who's setting the dice and doing all this stuff and, like, taking his time and has to, you know, shake the dice a bunch of times and do everything, like, OCD perfectly uh, before rolling and you just want the game to move fast, Pygatile is not the game for you. <laughs> if you're like me and you want, you know, every hand to take three, four minutes, Tiles is great. Yeah, it's it's really, really slow. And also lots of pushes. It's not nearly as many pushes as poker, but there are still a lot of pushes. Yeah. I th- I believe that poker is like 70% pushes and tiles is like 40%. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's a good game, though. So, recommended. Um, all right, that was kind of all I had, so we can jump into the agenda here. Uh, so you had some things you wanted to follow up on from last episode, Craig? Yeah, the first one being... Hotel updates for our trip August 2nd to 4th. Uh, If you are going to be in Atlantic City August 2nd to 4th, follow us on Twitter. Follow our Instagram that we'll probably use for about five minutes of the trip before forgetting that we have an Instagram. And find out where we are and come say hi. I expect most of the time we're going to be at either Ocean or Hard Rock. I expect we won't deviate too much from that. Was there something we said last episode we were definitely going to do this trip? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want to get on the low roller. That's something should, I we should do. really do. That um, that's the observation wheel at the steel pier for it's, people it's who don't the low know. roller for do people do for, who don't know. Do for a wind vernacular. Um, yeah, it's funny. I feel like we talk about stuff in our episodes. Like we're definitely going to do this next time and all this stuff, and then we just like forget about it and go do the things that we do all the time mm-hmm. uh, when we go to AC. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll spend most of our time in. Hard Rock and Ocean. And speaking of which, last episode we mentioned that I have a room at Hard Rock for the Friday night, which is the third into the fourth, and it ballets the second into the third. But I've changed that up and used Chase Ultimate Rewards points to book the Ocean for 12,000 points for each night. So I actually booked both nights, and my brother, who was at the Borgata, canceled that reservation and is now going to stay both nights at ocean i'm going to share the room with him thursday night at ocean and then i he'll stay at ocean the other night and i'll switch to hard rock for my comped room at hard rock on friday night so it'll be cool to do the back-to-back nights and get the real like feel of the properties and have some time to wander around and not have any sort of sense of like crap i need to get back to bally's garden tower um and what that also means is that you now have a room at Bally's Garden Tower because I did not cancel that room and both our names were on it. And I'm excited about that. So, yes. Garden when, are, when are you getting in on uh, Thursday? I don't know. I have... The nice thing about this, so I looked just to get your name off the room to try to help you with some comps or whatever, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the Garden Tower. I had Dennis and Bally's Tower. I don't know if I'm going to get Garden Tower or not, but I was thinking about it. And the advantage for me to having you on the booking too is that I will be able to check in early oh, yeah, and I and will not be able to do that if you're not with me and no resort fee and no resort fee. Resort fee. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, 
you know, we have some podcast research to do between those mm-hmm. three rooms, right? Garden Tower. Yeah. Well, Ocean, so Rock. I don't know if I want to spill the beans yet because this is really should be next episode. What stuff? But so I'm staying in a tower that i've never stayed in on thursday night the garden tower and i'm staying in a tower i've never stayed in friday night too Ooh, so. now i want to guess uh, okay this is terrible terrible for people listening at home um you're staying in the rendezvous tower at resorts i am not uh okay just tell me it's not even a tower that i've ever even been in so i've been You've in never your even room in the been in it oh boy okay tell me south tower at trop really it's the only non-chelsea tower i haven't i haven't stayed in at trop Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been in the I've South Tower shop. West Tower like three or four times. I've stayed in North Tower. I've stayed in Tavana Tower a few times. So Never the, the South Tower, though. South Tower, the one that's like above the theater? I have no idea where it is. Yeah. Somebody's will, somebody will mention it to us. Yeah. They'll, they'll let us know. So cool. I'll, I'll figure it out when I'm there. So Trop I'm excited. Again. Are you. <laughs> of course. It's, look, man, they just keep giving me comps. Uh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> at some point, right? Like potentially this trip, you're going to like no play them enough right that you just stop getting free rooms i think that every time and they just keep giving <laughs> me free rooms it really makes me feel like i should go play more at shop i mean it's almost like if i wasn't so mean about their gambling package i'd be like maybe they listen to the podcast and they just like put something in the system so i keep staying there and talking about it but it's not like i have nice things to say about it <laughs> Maybe that's how we're being compensated for our Chickies and Pete's plugs. <laughs> With the comps for me. Hey, I take that. <laughs> if Hey, if, if anybody wants us to advertise any uh, anything, a pretty good way to compensate us would be free rooms in Atlantic City whenever we want. Right. At and some crab fries. Hotel. Yeah, and, and crab fries with Which you can get free anytime by going to one of the kiosks yeah. and swiping your swiping card and saying you want your, free crab, crab fries. Yeah. Your green Tropicana reward, rewards card, you will definitely get crab fries. You do. Uh, You've gotten it before, right? I have. I don't know if you even need to swipe your card. There's probably just like coupons, like coupon books just out. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure if you just search it online, you will find that deal somewhere and print it out ahead of time. <laughs> So it's I think stuff. the yeah. So we're both other totally thing, booked. It's amazing. Yeah, we're we're totally booked. I didn't have any other comps available on Friday night, and I'm just like the South Tower was there, and sure. I'm like I'm taking that Friday night in the summer. I mean that's a that's a good comp. Yeah. So another follow up is we talked last episode about how there was no breakage at the Hard Rock, and that has apparently gone away. Uh, Jisoo, Adam, and Jamar and the group have all commented on it and saying that it is not that way anymore. It's up to five times. So yeah. So the no breakage rule being basically, if you bet on the pass or don't pass, you can either bet five times odds or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Ocean High Limit Room, if you haven't listened to it last episode, has what is it? Ten times no breakage. Ten times no breakage. So you have to either bet. So you bet. Whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's not a ten dollar table, but just for the simplicity I think it's of the math. I think I heard it was twenty five. Yeah. So if you're betting so twenty five on the so pass line, got to put two hundred fifty behind it uh, or nothing. So it's terrifying. Um, anyways, so yeah, thanks to everybody who gave us the updates. Good to have some some research on the ground to correct this stuff. It seems. I mean, they apparently said this like hard rock said that they were going to have this rule it's not like this is just out of nowhere and so i guess they changed it uh 
Interestingly, you know, I was sort of saying that like the no breakage rule is great for dealers, right? Because it, it makes the math easier. But Snickers ninety nine poker, uh, friend of the show on Twitter, a friend of the show, and that we've mentioned him several times. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not someone we've ever met. Can you be a friend of the show if we haven't met you? Yeah, man. They're, yeah, totally. Everybody's our e friends. Um, made the point that the dealers probably had to explain this to like every person who walked up to the table, which is a very good point. Like that's got to be grading on the dealers. Um, the other thing is, hey, I can play craps at Hard Rock now. So I know I tweeted out like, mm, guess I'm not playing craps at Hard Rock with the no breakage rule. Now I'm I'm excited to actually go and be able to play. Whether I play or not, I don't know. I feel like I haven't been playing much craps the last couple of trips. Yeah. All yeah, I play I now. What have you? You've just been playing like slots basically the last two trips, right? Yeah, I've been playing a ton of video poker. I've actually gone back to blackjack a little bit. Table games. Well, yeah, you didn't play trips. blackjack for years. It, se- it, it seemed like. For... Yeah, and then my last few trips, I've been playing more blackjack. So, hmm. cool. I don't know. Well, anyway, I think we're going to talk about the upcoming trip a bit more next week. We're going to try to get an episode out. So let's jump into some news that we've been long. I don't know, letting sit there. Well, you know, some of this is actually fairly recent. <laughs> some of it's old. We don't deal in old news, Kyle. <laughs> We deal in all the news. We can't discriminate. Yes. Beggars can't be choosers. So anyway, Caesars, Golden Nugget, and Resorts have all officially applied with the state of New Jersey for sports betting licenses. Uh, I guess the news was that Caesars was going to have a book at Harrah's and one at Wild Wild West. And the one at Wild Wild West will serve Caesars and Bally's, which makes sense. Kind of like the poker room serves Caesars and Bally's in Wild Wild West. Um. Ocean and Borgata already have sports betting, so it seems like everyone has a plan in, and this is at least applied, except for Tropicana. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do you have anything more to say? No, I mean, I'm interested in the Wild Wild West location. They had a very cool-looking race book back when I started going that was, like, right down the escalator. So right now, only one escalator is open. Or actually, I think both of them are. But there's one that goes to, like, the stage... And the other one goes into the dead zone. And so the race book was if you went down into the dead zone. The long, lonely walk to the poker room. Yeah. So that used to be like a row of table games and also the race book. So it would be cool if they opened that up again. And also the Virginia City Buffet. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, And all the animatronics. So uh, if that's where it is, that seems good. It would be very convenient for both Bally's and Caesars um, just because it's like the walk away from the parking garages and stuff is pretty much right there. So that's good. Uh, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see Tropicana. It could be that they're just one of the like unnamed parties that has applied that we just don't know about, but we do know that several people, several, uh, companies that are eligible for sports betting have not gotten their applications. in. I think is all linked to a couple of Wayne Perry articles, but he did say that I think three of the, places whether they're casinos or racetracks probably mostly racetracks uh, have not gotten in the applications which doesn't mean that they aren't ever going to have sports betting sports betting it probably just means that they won't be up and running in time for the start of football season so you know even if Tropicana didn't get their stuff in in time it's not like it's never going to come for them it just means it's not going to be there by like August whatever when it needs to be set up for the start of the football season so you know take that for whatever it's worth uh, any other race book thoughts, sports book thoughts? No, I don't think so. So let's just keep going. So 
Pit Boss Barbecue and Beer is now open at the Ocean. It's apparently a quick casual place on the casino floor. Uh, and I guess that our friend Terry said that Serial Town is still not open, which isn't that surprising considering the shape that the space was in when we were there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not confident that Serial Town is going to be open by the time we get there in less than two yeah. weeks now, ten days. My bigger question is, would you consider Pit Boss Barbecue and Beer real deal barbecue right uh, right here on the boardwalk? <laughs> is that a thing that it could be? Uh, Tell me you don't want to dig into some ribs, some mac and cheese, and nice cold brew. Yeah. They're just go- gunning for that guy's barbecue joint market. It's just not the same, though, without being yelled at walking down the boardwalk. Yeah. I'm assuming that there will not be something, some sort of pit boss character yelling at us to go to pit boss barbecue as we walk by the ocean I think it's, property. I think it's a really fantastic name. Pit boss? It's great. I, I do. It's so I on it's point. Really spectacular. Uh, works on so many levels. The two, really. The two levels. Two, two levels. Uh, so it seems like it's kind of like a grab-and-go type place. Um, and it's good Barbecue's because good. I think... Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of barbecue. I think people have sort of been bemoaning the lack of food options so far at Ocean. Uh, and part of that's just that a lot of stuff that's supposed to be open isn't open yet. So, you know, as more stuff gets opened there, there will be more food options. Because certainly, you know, Revel had a lot of food options and... It's just a matter of getting all this stuff up and running. So good to see more stuff coming. Serial Town, we're still waiting. <laughs> You're still waiting. I need my cap and crunch. You, you and Julian. Julian's going to be sad. I know. When he's oh, there man, this weekend. Yeah, they're there next weekend. And yeah, it's going to be. This weekend. Yes, they're there yeah. in, in days. Mere days. In a couple days. True. So you want to talk about Trump Plaza? Yeah. So news came out that the demolition is planned for after labor day according to the atlantic county economic alliance and you're gonna link to a story about that but uh or i guess the sheet about that uh i don't know any thoughts i mean it's good if they actually demolish it i think yeah it's a little weird that this is how this came out um route 40 tweeted and and linked to it and you know i don't have any reason to distrust it except that like after labor day is just crazy vague right like that could be anything it could be you know, 2025 is after Labor Day of this year. So I don't know, you know, it's, it's something they've been talked that it's been talked about. So is it one of those things where like someone said, well, this isn't going to happen until Labor Day at the earliest because of beach traffic and boardwalk traffic. And they were like, well, after Labor Day, it's getting done. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, it, it is going to happen at some point. Like it's just inevitable. So how they use that space and avoid having an empty lot there for years and years and years, like the former sand space. That's, I think the important question, but, uh, doing all of that HVAC rerouting that's necessary and, um, knocking down that property is definitely a needed step and something that will be good to have done whenever it ends up happening. Should we talk about the Atlantic Club, the other closed property? <laughs> yeah, Is that the only so. sitting empty property now other than Trump Plaza? Are we really down to just uh, those two? I, I mean, it depends on what status you give to the showboat, but... That's amazing. I consider the showboat as a sitting empty property. 
Some people eh. might disagree, but they would be wrong. I the think. Starcade and the Glow in the Dark mini golf. Yeah. Strongly disagree. Did you read uh, Justin's trip review? I did. On the Facebook group? Very good if you. It was thorough. It was it's, good. Yeah. Good detail. So if you're into the trip reports, go to our Facebook group, join up, and read But it Justin's seemed like he, he believed that the Starcade was a. The impression I got anyway was that he thought it was a little underwhelming. Yeah. But uh But I think mostly yeah. because I think he thought like, you know, idea was good, but when you just put a bunch of arcade machines on the casino floor of right. the showboat with the old casino floor signs. I think he specifically mentioned how like they still have all the House of Blues shit up yep. and advertised. Like, yeah, it looks tacky. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> so anyway, uh that wasn't what we Speak, came here to talk about. Speaking of our, our friends at Route 40, uh, they came out with a story about how TJM has not been paying taxes on their Atlantic Club property and faces foreclosure, which I guess isn't surprising given that the stories that have come out over the last year about parts of the Atlantic Club actually falling into the street and <laughs> the general state of disrepair it's in. Is that bad? Uh, just things just falling off the building and like down into the valet parking? Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it seems like it's in bad shape. Probably still not as bad shape as the Trump Plaza, but it seems yeah. like it's in bad shape. I don't know. I mean, so apparently when the Atlantic Club was allegedly sold for the second time and they let Nicholas Huba and a few other press people walk through it, they said it looked like it was in surprisingly good shape. And I think that Trump Plaza has like really major like structural issues right now. So I will say that it is probably in much better shape than the Trump Plaza. Yeah. Uh, so this is interesting because TJM also owns Claridge, which seems to be doing right. Fine. Which presumably they're paying their taxes on that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, kind of sad that this is how this has ended up. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Does, is this an opportunity for someone to jump in and buy one of our favorite Atlantic city properties I, on the cheap? No, no, because they've had that opportunity for the last five years. Oh, I mean, sorry to burst your bubble like that, Craig. But yeah, I mean, the sad thing is, a couple of people have tried to buy it for really not that expensive. Well, twenty million I mean, it dollars will or something like that. Probably be cheaper at a tax auction than it would be on the on the market. But you don't think I we get like that. a Blatstein situation or a. Glenn Straub, the return of Glenn Straub. He could come back, man. Oh, it'd be so good. They've already mentioned, you know, water park and all that stuff. This is a Uh chance to come in and have your campus for geniuses, water park, Syrian refugee, high-speed catamaran ready to go in a Wynn, Steve Wynn designed (laughs) building. It won't happen, but I will say that I think that would be fantastic if Glenn Stroud bought the Atlantic <laughs> Club. Would it though? But good I for mean, no, show material. Not, nothing would happen, right? But it would be amazing, intriguing at the very least. Yes. Uh, but Until yeah, until nothing happened for years except for complaining. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what kind of news comes out of this because I have a feeling this is one of those things that, like, is this the last we hear of it? <laughs> you know, do they mm-hmm. just end up paying these taxes and it doesn't foreclose? Does it go into foreclosure accident and sells to someone and we just never hear about it again? And that's like, 
the end of this thing just sitting empty for years and years and years who knows but we'll find out or we won't find out route 40 doing that reporting yeah thanks guys yeah uh so the thing that we've really been sitting on forever and have punted on like four episodes in a row is a development project between the Piccadilly and the Irish pub. Are you excited about something between the Piccadilly and the Irish pub? Currently just a lot. Yeah, it was uh, a <laughs> So when I was there in March, the only thing that was between there was a panhandler aggressively panhandling us as we walked from Piccadilly to Irish pub. <laughs> So whatever will be an upgrade from that, I think. Yeah, anything. Um, So this thing is being called the Orange Loop because of the Monopoly game streets of New York Avenue, St. James Place, and Tennessee Avenue being the orange properties. Uh, And guess what? Those are the streets that that borders this uh, development. So plans include a New Orleans-style restaurant, uh, which I think is actually open. Bore? I think Mm -hmm. that's open. I don't know yeah, if I'm I've pronouncing that right. Pictures of it, I think, maybe on our Facebook group or on Route 40 or something. So I'm fairly certain that that is open. We're going to run with that and hopefully not be wrong about it. Uh, so there's talk about a stage for live bands, an outdoor bar and food court, a 40-room shipping container-style hotel, all in this prime, prime real estate between Piccadilly and Irish Pub. It's actually a very good location now, I think, with, uh, you know, it's easy walking distance to the hard rock in the ocean it's easy walking distance to valleys and caesars so i don't know i mean we've seen this sort of container park container style revolution in vegas with mixed results in downtown vegas but uh so the restaurant we talked about opened rest of the project they're aiming for summer 2019 so still a year away um, and certainly a lot can happen in that year, but you know, a, an empty lot becoming something is good. Is there anything in this project that you're super excited about? No, but sounds cool. Yeah, I'm interested it's, in. Seems in like a good thing. What a shipping container style hotel would look like, and what kind of room rates they would charge. It'll like, be more that, expensive than the Irish pub. That's room rates. true. That's definitely true. Do you want to stay in a shipping container? Is that something that's like a draw? If I bought you a room at the Irish pub, would you stay in it? Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Because I, I will do it. It's like 29 or $39 a night, I think. It's it's ridiculously cheap. I think it's more than that on weekends. I think Maybe. It, it's not absurdly cheap on weekends. I would, I would have a rough time, man. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't sleep that well in hotels to begin with. The Irish pub would be too much for you? Showboat, I could do probably. That's more expensive, though. I don't know if I want to outlay that cash. Significantly more expensive. Yeah, that's a good point. We should look into this. I Someone has to. We've already talked about like having a bet where the loser has to stay at the showboat. I, I might like... stay at the Irish pub. I mean, how bad could it be? Our friends Bill and Eleanor spent their wedding night there. That's a good point. Sounds... We should ask for the Bill and Eleanor suite. Uh, their their glowing review was that they woke up after a night of much drinking at the irish pub 
and realized like oh it wasn't just the booze the floor really is slanted in the right yes Uh, (laughs) man so that's all the news yeah do you have any other news so i mean just the note you have here so if you happen to be in atlantic city this weekend uh there's going to be a bunch of people from the internet that are also in atlantic city including julian and eric from vegas confessions so you should check that out and follow them and and figure out where they're going to be at uh also if you happen to be in laughlin this weekend there will shane is going to be there from vegas confessions and a bunch of other people uh chris from faces and aces maybe and and a few others so follow oceans 14 c2c if you want to see what they're up to that's Um, the hashtag yes the coast to coast oceans 14 version i think they've got a little friendly competition going of who can get more people shane getting people to laughlin nevada or julian and eric getting people to atlantic city yeah uh the atlantic city people uh podcasts tipping the odds cousin Vito, uh better life all will be there and also epic esquire from twitter so certainly if you're in town if you see people running around probably in vegas confessions or the better life t-shirts or cousin Vito t-shirts you'll know that that's the group mm-hmm. uh i expect them to have much booze on hand so but if you actually want to go to Atlantic City and have a good time, you should hold out and go <laughs> after with us. Wait, so we can week, not hang out with you. Yeah, for a group that has no formal meetup, <laughs> just like follow our Twitter and maybe we'll mention where we are. But probably not. Yeah. August 2nd Craig, to Craig is good to post a picture of the sperm chandelier on Instagram. <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah. going to be our social media interaction. Yeah. Probably the, the guitar chandelier at Hard Rock. Maybe. Um, but like, if you think about it, it's like gambling, right? Like you go to Atlantic city, maybe you'll bump into us. Probably you won't. There's a house edge there too. Um, which is the house edge of Kyle not wanting to socialize. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, back to back. That's not even, that's not even gambling. That's just a lock. (laughs) Right. But I'm saying your house edge is probably, you won't have to socialize. Uh, (laughs) Um, so yeah, podcast personalities, back-to-back weekends in Atlantic City. So you really can't yeah. go wrong. Although you seem to think that you definitely can go wrong by picking this weekend instead of next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, seriously, if you're in town this upcoming weekend, definitely check out Ocean's 14. Uh, it should be a good time. I'm bummed that we're not going to be there. Yeah, it's a definitely a fun group when, when I was out there for, yeah, for Zork Zork Fest. Fest, It was an awesome time. Yeah, you met basically all these guys, right? Yeah, I don't think I met Tim from Better Life well, or yeah. the Tipping the Odds guys, but everybody else, mm-hmm. and it was uh, a raucous good time. Yeah. They know how to live it up. So uh, if you want to join us, you can do so at our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. You can find all our great content or perhaps send us a comment on our comment form that Craig will not <laughs> reply to at doforawin.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and not YouTube. You can reach out to Craig on Twitter at DoForWin or send questions to DoForWin at gmail.com. So this is the part of the podcast. You should probably turn it off if you don't want to hear talk about uh, our Facebook group and what we want to do. But uh, yeah, so what, what do you think, Craig? I mean, I think the responses we got were fairly 
unanimous unanimous in terms of yeah there might have been one one person that didn't go with what everyone else was thinking oh i didn't even see that yeah but it was like 10 to 1 from what i saw or something yeah i mean i think the the point that kept coming up and i think makes a lot of sense is you know certainly there's the everything ac casinos group that is everything ac ac casinos you know that's people posting their jackpots and people posting their selfies at the casinos and that kind of stuff and like i think that makes perfect sense there but there's actually i think a lot of reason to not have redundancy in those two groups uh, and you know there is a lot of double posting. I'm guilty of some of that <laughs> posting in both groups, but uh, you know, maybe having some sort of delineation between the two groups makes there more of a reason to be in both groups. So uh, I think that makes sense. I think the bigger question is like, how do you do that? And we'd mentioned yeah. a couple options, you know, one of them being just moderation queue mm-hmm. for, for all new posts that creates a pretty big burden on moderators yeah i mean i think that's the way to do it probably is just put the group on like we'll set a new pin post which i can write we'll put the group into basically admin approval mode so all posts have to be approved by the admins so so which are me and you right now but we would probably add a few more and i know and and i think it's important to say and you know correct me if i'm wrong but we're not going to be like so heavy handed with it in terms of gray area. Like if you're wondering like, Ooh, I wanted to post like, Hey, I'm going to Atlantic city next weekend. Can I get some suggestions about like where to eat at? Oh no. I think, I think those are like perfect posts. I mean, I think like anytime you have a question about Atlantic city and want it answered, like, I think that's a great, use of the group but if you're just going to post the first like, like five hey, words i'm of going that. to atlantic city <laughs> next weekend exclamation yeah that's not as good and i think i don't like for me i think we don't need to have to lay out exactly what we're looking for in terms of approval and not approval it can kind of be a thing where we'll see what happens as we go along and try to figure out what really is can make the group good versus what can be cut out yeah but you know bear with us for a little bit as we try to figure this stuff out it's just really the end goal is to make something more useful for everyone involved and and to kind of also have uh a group that i think makes more sense in terms of like the general landscape of atlantic city social media because right now it feels like our group has become a smaller version of everything AC and everything AC is like a giant, giant group. And it doesn't really make much sense for us to have like a lot of the same posts. Cool. Any other thoughts? Yeah. And if you have any suggestions or thoughts or want to push back, feel free, but yeah, uh, we're certainly all ears. Yeah. So I think I'll probably make those changes. I probably tomorrow, maybe tonight. I don't know. So, Either way, it'll probably be before this episode goes up. Yeah. But, uh, and we'll have to figure out, I mean, I think we will need a couple more moderators, so, just to approve posts. Yeah, send your applications to to Kyle Askin. (laughs) Who who they should be. Yeah. But, uh, 
we'll figure it out and i have to say i'm excited about the change in our facebook group and it seems like almost everyone who commented on our discussion last week is gonna seem excited about the change too so i mean i think it's telling that we mentioned it on the show and there was no real vocal opponent right which to me would indicate that nobody who listened to the show and is in the facebook group is like vocally opposed to that cool seems like it's done so anything else you want to talk about new improved facebook group coming soon coming for a win if you're not in the facebook group now's the time to get in that's right you can post one of the very last unmoderated (laughs) facebook group comments please don't do that if i haven't changed up by by the time this shows up Um, there's almost no way that you have not posted these things before the episode gets posted so you've missed your chance people yeah all right well thank you guys very much for listening as we mentioned earlier we're gonna try to come out with uh another episode about a week from now before our trip so trip preview if you are going to atlantic city this weekend definitely meet up with the oceans 14 crew and if you're going next weekend we hope to see you and uh we'll talk to you next week under oh it's man two minutes under rare so good it's just, I, it was a good over under what can you say i'm like I the, said. the the meme right now of the guy rubbing his face just like ah i'm not sure i know that one oh come on